What's up, babes? It feels like it's been forever since our last episode. Um, But this new bi-weekly schedule is just what's going to work for me during these busy summer months. Um, I have a house full of people, and it is impossible to focus under these chaotic circumstances. (laughs) Like I said, I have ADD, and I'm not going to drive myself crazy trying to focus. So, yeah, no thanks. Uh, But not to mention... I'm currently in one of those super fun, low-energy manifestor resting periods. Um, Yes, I know, guys. I know. It's peaks and valleys. I'm not mad about it. I'm just wondering when it's going to be over. I have shit to do. (laughs) And who am I kidding, though? I already know that I'm going to bust my ass through the holidays, and I will be working every day come fall through spring because I set some pretty fucking big goals. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I hope you're all having a magical cancer season. Um, Yeah, how about that full moon in Capricorn? Did you stay up late drafting an action plan on how to take over the world? Because yeah, me too. (laughs) And uh, don't look now, guys, but here comes Mars and Virgo shoving your incompetent face in the unorganized shit show of a mess that you've somehow managed to make out of your fucking life. Mm, Don't get me wrong. Mars and Virgo is a very productive transit as long as you're capable of receiving hard feedback and seeing yourself and the world through a very critical point of view. I mean, I'm sure you haven't been avoiding disassociating and hiding from your life, so it'll probably be fine, <laughs> right? Oof. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, but for real, we have so much going on astrologically that it's hard to keep up right now, so I've just been taking turns focusing on whatever calls to me the most while I catch my breath waiting for the new moon in Cancer to kick off the nodal shift from Taurus Scorpio into the Aries Libra access. Guess who's gotten Aries North Node and Libra South Node? Hmm. Ding, ding, it's me, bitch. I feel like I haven't had a break from getting my ass kicked for years. Yay, growth. <laughs> Life is fun. I'm pretty sure that I uh, I did this all to myself on purpose, so I'm not really mad. It really does fit the vibe. It fits my vibe. Uh, I've always been one that has been known to run into the fire, run into the flame, if it meant that I was going to come out on the other side, stronger, better, faster, whatever. It's very, very, very on point for me. So I just roll with the punches and know that I'm coming back stronger. So you better fucking run, bitch. Anyway, I did two markets the weekend of the full moon and I don't even really know what I was thinking, y'all. I got fucking heat exhaustion on Saturday night and then had to rock out Sunday's market on a 30% charge. I didn't even fully recover until Wednesday. Thank God, I had my babe with me. Like, um, he doesn't always do markets with me, but when he does, I am so grateful because, I mean, he's he's great. He's 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 a sweetie. He takes care of me. He makes sure that I drink water. He makes sure that I get some rest. He, may, you know, he stays on top of things so that I can be me. <laughs> We call him the logistics team lead, and and he does a fantastic job. He's worth every penny. 
On another note, I can't fucking wait for summer to be over. I'm counting down the days for spooky season. On the bright side, though, I came in contact with a lot of baddies that were finally feeling ready to release the past relationships and people who couldn't love them the way they deserved to be loved, and it was refreshing as hell. As many of you know, I do a lot of FaceTime with my community in Houston and Austin, and I tend to get a lot of requests for love spells or cord-getting spells, so I almost always step to the side and suggest that the person try a self-love spell instead. Because believe it or not, self-love can solve any fucking problem. All you gotta do is unpack it. Unpack every situation until you get to the core problem, which is always a lack of fucking self-love. Here's an example. You find yourself in an unhappy relationship with someone who doesn't know how to love you, but why? Because you don't know how to love yourself. How do you get out of it? By loving yourself, bitch. Kick that bitch to the curb and take all that energy in life you put into that musty, dusty, crusty relationship and put it into yourself. I guarantee that when you start loving yourself, setting healthy boundaries, and doing things that make you happy, you become fucking magnetic. And when that happens, you need to to be ready with some motherfucking discernment, okay? Because never in the history of bitchcraft have I ever seen that advice go wrong for anyone. You literally become a fucking magnet. Are you stuck in a toxic job where you're not valued? Love yourself and get the fuck out. Are you struggling with addiction to an unhealthy coping mechanism? Love yourself enough to get help. Advocating for yourself is loving yourself in case you didn't fucking know. Do you have shitty friends who talk shit behind your back? Love yourself and get some new fucking friends. Are you tired of feeling bad about yourself? Love yourself and do something to invest in you. Let me stop before I get too passionate up in this bitch, okay? Because damn near everything can be solved by loving yourself. Don't get it twisted, though. Don't get it twisted. Truly loving yourself means being honest with yourself and holding yourself and those who you give access to you accountable. Point blank, period. End of story, bitch. Self-love isn't all about doing skincare, getting your hair done, uh, taking salt baths and lighting candles. No, all that shit is great. Don't get it wrong. I love that shit too. But self-love actually looks a lot more like tough love. It's having those tough conversations with yourself and giving yourself the things that you wish someone else would give you. Okay, because if you don't want to give those things to yourself, why in the fuck would anybody else? Don't worry, I'll wait. Exactly. There's this one song that has been my number one self-love anthem ever since I first heard it. It's called Drunk on Myself by Anise. Please do yourself a favor and listen to it. There's this verse that um, just lights me up inside every time I fucking hear it. Okay, and and if you don't want to listen to it because it's not your jam, it's not your vibe, whatever, at the very least, read the lyrics the lyrics speak volumes. Okay. Um, self-love is a necessity you cannot replace. There's no affirmation or praise that could fill in the vacant space reserved for the warm embrace that only you can create. That shit hit home, bitch. That, that right there is the fucking secret 
the big fucking top secret, the secret everybody's trying to get their hands on, bitch. That is it. It's self-love. No one or nothing can replace that warm embrace that only you can create. You get it? Like, fuck. It's, it's so fucking good. That is Drunk on Myself by Anise. Anise is spelled A-N-E-E-S. Okay, check it out. But anyway, I feel like that's something we all need to hear right now while Venus is in Leo. Before it retrogrades and, and you know, makes you start questioning everything. <laughs> I believe uh, Leo transits are cute and fun. But overall, there's always a theme when it comes to Leo energy. And don't get me wrong, I do love me a good Leo moment. They light up the room when they walk into it. They have a warm and sunny disposition, but they feed off of external validation. And uh, they're always looking for someone to stroke their inflated egos. <laughs> I love you, babes. I do. I do. I do. But it is what it is. And don't forget that I am saying this as a Capricorn moon. So, yeah, you know how I feel about feelings. Um, but, yeah, they basically need everyone in the room to notice them. They want you to laugh at their jokes, pat them on the butt, and tell them why they are the greatest to ever fucking do it, okay? And that's cool. That's great. But they should really be telling themselves these things, and they should be stroking their own egos, okay? Um, it's, just, it's just, that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Everybody has their own way of uh, interpreting and perceiving astrology, and that's just mine, okay? Take it or leave it, whatever you want to do. Um, anyway, that's all fine and dandy, but just remember that there is no love that's better for you than self-love. No love out there will open more doors for you than loving yourself will. And no love will ever feel as good as self-love will. I cannot stress this enough. Now hear me out. That's why this Venus and Leo retrograde is a great opportunity for you to check in with yourself Check in with your relationships. Check in with the love that you've been giving and the love that you've been receiving. Is it of equal value? Is it what you wanted? Is it what you had in mind for yourself? Because, bitch, if it's not up to your standards and you don't like what's being served, then why the fuck are you still showing up to the table? Do you see where I'm coming from? This is a great time for you to pull up your natal chart, look to the houses, and find out where Leo is, okay? And that's going to tell you what kind of things are going to happen, like how this transit will play out in your life, okay? And it'll give you some insight. It'll help you, I don't know, at the very least, come up with some journal prompts because, as always, I recommend that you journal it out. You don't have to full-blown write a big old diary entry, but at the very least, take notes of what you're thinking about, how you're feeling, how people are, what they're doing, da-da-da-da, whatever, all of that, this and that. Um, this is a great opportunity to really take the temperature of the situations that you're in, I guess. Just really like... Are they healthy? Are they not healthy? Are they like, is it toxic? Is it, is it good toxic? Cause <laughs> I know that some toxic shit can be fun, but fun isn't really that productive. Not right now. What you're really trying to do right now is, is really like 
fine-tune things revolving around love. The love you're giving and the love you're receiving. Are they equal? Are they up to your standards? Ask yourself these things. I guarantee you, you'll have something to journal about. <laughs> something will come to mind. And if it doesn't, then what the fuck is wrong with you? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <sighs> but anyway, I have two markets again this weekend. Wish me luck. I have one indoor market at Macabre Market. It is always at Equal Parts Brewing. It is a great time. It's a great place to pick up some oddities and curiosities, maybe pick up a tattoo, uh, get a piercing, um, get some photography done, mm, listen to great 80s music. I don't know. Tons of shit to do at this market. Go check it out. Um, that's on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I will be back in Austin at Buzzville. Ever since Yarrow and Sage Markets uh, came to a sad ending. Um, Buzzmill has become my new favorite home when I come to Austin. So if you're ever trying to get your hands on my products or a little bit of my energy, that's where you can find me more often than not. All right, y'all. So I think that's all I've got for you. I have, I've, I've kept everyone quiet for as long as I possibly could. It's time for me to go and make some magical goods. Thank you for being a loyal customer and a loyal listener. I love you all. Thank you for always sharing this podcast with your friends. Thank you for telling all of your friends about me and my products. I appreciate y'all. I do not know where I would be without you. I am forever grateful. I haven't forgotten. We're going to do the tarot card of the day. And uh, yeah. Until next time, though, I love you. Goodbye. Let me just say that my intuitive night goddess tarot deck has just been fucking incredible lately it has been hitting the fucking spot okay today's card is none other than the justice card the justice card is uh typically associated with karma accountability truth and fairness and the book reads justice is blindfolded in one hand maintaining the scales and in the other pointing a glowing sword towards the earth. She is found in an overgrown golden floral scene with open arms ready to receive the answers to her questions and the weight of those truths. This goddess reveals how you can pull from the entangled plants to find the root of any matter. This is an advisor. This is an authenticity. These are your values, and an adjustment is called. The effect to an action or karma is present. This is often a card about fairness and weighing options and decisions with all perspectives consulted signify the union of logic and intuition, feelings and actions. Remember when I was talking about uh, the love that you've been giving and the love that you've been receiving? Hmm. 
Is it fair? Is it of equal value? Remember how I told you that self-love is very much like tough love and involves it involves uh, holding yourself accountable, holding others accountable, and being honest with yourself? <laughs> this was spot on. I love it, and I love you guys. Think about that, and uh, I'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye.